Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to The Big Payoff, where we reveal the secrets to surviving and thriving in the workplace. Suzanne, I heard something that really blew my mind this week. It was an episode of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, and Norman Lear was on, and he said something that I can't stop thinking about for myself, but also for you. Um, He said, they, they asked Norman Lear, who's 93 years old, what's the secret to his longevity and to his attitude? And he said two words, over and next. And what he meant by that is, when you have to recognize when something is over and you can only really do that with the vision of what's next. And my first thought, Suzanne, was it's marathon season again and every year we go through this, are you ready to quit? And quit's the wrong word. Are you ready to give it up? I think it's interesting that you pushed away the word quit because there is something to be said for owning when it's time to actually quit. Here's the truth. Yesterday, I pushed myself to do an 11-mile run. I actually did towards the end of the day, which tells you something. I was dreading it a little bit. I I meant to do it in the morning, but I pushed and waited till the end of the day. And when I got home, I actually, quote, felt fine. I mean, I told myself the story that I felt fine. But I was nauseous, really, really nauseous for about three hours. So it's it's it really isn't the problem with the word quitting in in that context is quitting suggests that you're 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 leaving something before you're done with it. Like I quit. I quit this. That wasn't my thought. My thought wasn't, oh, I quit. My thought was the little question in the back of my head, which is, is this, is this over? You know, right. when, when am I going to actually know that this is done? And I know from talking to you about this every year for the last five years that the real challenge isn't so much the giving this up as it is, but if I give this up, what's my vision of what would be next in, in this area? What would be next? Because that really seems... That's the pain point, right? Because you, so much of your identity is made up with the what's here. So it was interesting when I was home and in my nauseous state, 
what came across my, ironically, came across my inbox was an invitation to sign up for the hot chocolate race, which is a 15K. I actually did it last year with Joey, with my son who's 15, as a 5K, but you can do it as a 15. And he happened to be on his um, phone because he's at camp and they gave him his phone because he's traveling. And I texted him and I said, hey, you interested in doing a 15K with me at the end of October? And he said, definitely. And when he reacted that way, like, sure, let's let's do that again, but this time push ourselves. I thought to myself, well, maybe that's what's next. Maybe the, Maybe what comes after me quitting marathon running is doing stuff with my son who likes to run. You and know, wouldn't this, that be great? It's so important, really is so important for everyone professionally. I mean, Suzanne, so many of our struggles – in our in our long history of starting ending selling companies restarting companies the struggle part is those that period when you're not quite ready to end something yet why because you haven't yet developed the vision of what's next and you're absolutely right a lot of it has to do with self identity like oh no i'm the person who runs this who oh, am yeah. i who am i if i'm not doing that and right. you know norman lear is 93 so the dude knows something over time you've got to learn whether that information comes from inside you, like in marathon running, where it's like, this is not feeling good anymore, or outside you, where there's a piece of data, un- incontrovertible piece of data that says, this, my friend, is over. Right. It could come from an accountant, a lawyer, a, a husband, a friend, somebody giving you a fact. That's no more. I mean, I remember the day that we were sitting in front of a slide at our company that was a finance slide from our CFO. And it was a a picture of a graph that showed us a data point Mm -hmm. that was irrefutable. I mean, the, the message on the chart on this chart was at this point in time at this month, if you guys don't have a plan B, you're done. Right. You're it, was done. A cli- it was a cliff. And are you willing to fill in the ground that would make up that cliff? Or are we going to do something radically different? And you know what? Within 10 minutes, we developed a vision. We developed a vision so that our narrative and the narrative to the team wasn't, it's over, it's over, it's over. It was much more, and next. You really, to yourself and to others, you have to conjoin those two That's why, yeah. stories. So brilliant. This is of over him. and next. Right. It was so brilliant of him that he had both. Yep. It was the over and next piece that was so brilliant because I think the it's over, look, it's human nature to resist change and to not want to tell yourself that you failed. I mean, I don't know any human being who would want to live their lives that way, being proud of that. But it is about saying to yourself, okay, will I be okay? Will I be okay? I mean, my self-identity, my family, my finances, whatever it is. And I, look, you and I had that conversation very soon after we saw that data point. I think there are a lot of people listening to this podcast, who have the information sitting right in front of them, telling them Anybody who's aging has this experience all the time. You see on the street these women who are white-knuckling, being young. Their skirts are six inches too short. 
Their faces are lifted. They're white-knuckling what was because they refuse to do the work of having a vision of themselves that isn't the knockout who walks in the room. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. And it's also important to think that quitting isn't failure. And that's not cliche. You know, you hear all these things, you know, the best lesson for me came with failure. But quitting isn't failure. Um, Newton Minow, who was the chairman of the FCC in the Kennedy administration, he coined that great term that television he predicted was going to be America's vast wasteland. Great, wonderful man and mentor. When we were wrapping up with the nonprofit that I was running, and he was on the board for many years, and, and I was putting in front of the board a scenario in which we shut it down, like just stopped. And, and I felt terrible because nonprofits aren't supposed to end and stop. And he said to all of us in the room, you know, there are way too many organizations and businesses out there that keep going long past their oh, expiration yeah. date. Yeah. And that is the failure. You have failed yourself. You failed your board, you failed your yes. stakeholders, your shareholders, your staff. Yep. So I think that the over and next is a great mantra. I wonder how we teach that to people sooner so that you don't get to it when you're, you know, 93. Well, you wouldn't get to 93 if you hadn't gotten that lesson by then. <laughs> probably. I think probably that's the true. deal. But you know, what I like best about this conversation is that you gave all the examples of having to shut down businesses, look at a slide, <laughs> stop, marathon. And I, I'm i in like eternal next phase. Yeah. You're still white knuckling it? No. <laughs> Ooh. Ouch. Ouch. Okay. We'll see you next time on The Big Payoff. So that's it. Baby, I quit though. I'm moving on. So that's it. Baby, I quit though. I'm moving on. If you like what you heard, you can find us at BigPayoffRadio.com, on iTunes, on the Acast app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, please rate and review us. It matters. It matters.